Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. It is Tuesday here, therefore we have Raw to talk about from last night. What did you think of Monday Night Raw? Very wrestling-heavy episode of the show. Not a ton of angles, but we've got a long time until the next Raw pay-per-view. January, to be exact. So as a result, they're just kind of biding their time through December. Obviously, the SmackDown side has a pay-per-view. And we'll be talking about that tomorrow, obviously, because SmackDown is tonight. This from Impact Wrestling, the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Impact Wrestling announced two additions to their executive team this morning. Scott Demore, who had already been working with Impact, and Don Callis were named executive vice presidents of the company. They join Ed Nordholm on a three-member executive committee that will handle the responsibility of, quote, developing the creative direction for the company and managing the execution of the company's business plan. Impact's press release notes that Callis will continue in his role as color commentator for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Callis has filled that spot on the English language broadcast team next to Kevin Kelly since January. Callis clarified reports that he'd be leaving New Japan for Impact in November by saying that he'd be with New Japan for as long as they want him. Dave Meltzer reported then that it wasn't out of the question that Callis would end up with Impact in a behind-the-scenes role at some point while still maintaining his job with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Don Callis will be on the show today. We'll get his thoughts on all of this, what's going on with Impact Wrestling. We'll talk about New Japan and the Tokyo Dome, how all of this ties together and more. Don Callis on the show in the final segment here today. We also have news on Daniel Bryan. He's got a guest refereeing spot. Floyd Mayweather has commented on the Conor McGregor fight and the fact that he says, and I quote, you know I carried McGregor. What do you think about that? We got Errol Lucha coming up Sunday. Got the full lineup for that show. And if we get to it, Sajara Eubanks talked about her weight cut that took her out of the Ultimate Fighter finale on Friday. It's ridiculous. But back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774. 800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. 
Pooldog.com is the best place to buy billiard supplies online. In addition to having the guaranteed lowest prices and the largest selection of pool cues and accessories in the industry, Pooldog also provides unsurpassed customer service with free shipping on orders over $99, including the APOs, and a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. It's easy to test out some new equipment. And be sure to use the code SPORTS at checkout for a 5% discount on your order. For a free catalog, head to PoolDog.com. That's PoolDog.com. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Sports fans, for the best sports gifts, there's only one place to go. SteinerSports.com. With hundreds of daily doorbusters, some up to 90% off, Steiner Sports has you covered for all your sports gift needs. Steiner Sports is the leader in authentic hand-signed collectibles and official collectibles company of the biggest names in sports like Steph Curry, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Jeter, Odell Beckham Jr., Gary Sanchez, and more. Go now to SteinerSports.com to get that unforgettable gift at a Black Friday price. This holiday season, score big at SteinerSports.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to give us a call here today, your thoughts on Raw, Impact, Era Lucha, Mayweather, whatever's on your mind, the phone number 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. You can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. All of these numbers on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Already getting text messages about, of all people, Woken Matt Hardy, who I thought was one of the highlights of Raw last night. Matt Hardy's weird interview that they did, where him and Bray White went back and forth. And Bray White would say some mumbo-jumbo, Absolute dead silence in the crowd. Then they'd go to Matt Hardy, and he was all woken. And the place would go nuts. And they would go back to Bray Wyatt, dead silence. Go back to Matt, the place would go nuts. It was really weird. It was like the first interview segment involving Bray Wyatt in like two years that I've been just captivated by. But it wasn't because of Bray Wyatt. I mean, the good news is, I thought it was one of the best things on the show. The bad news is, Matt Hardy is feuding with Bray Wyatt. Which, here's a question for everybody. When's the last time that did somebody any favors? This is a serious question. When is the last time that somebody came out of a feud with Bray Wyatt and they were better off for it? I will give a, I will give a prize to the first person that can come up with an accurate answer, if it even exists. Eric Rowan is not an answer. It certainly wasn't Eric Rowan. No, I mean as a tag team member either. 
but nobody. I mean, seriously, nothing against Bray Wyatt. I'm sure he's a, I'm sure he's a friendly fellow and all, but like, who has benefited from feuding with Bray Wyatt? That's right. Well, it wasn't Dead the silence. New Day. It was not the New Day when they did their thing. It wasn't was Randy Ra- Orton. Well, not Randy Orton. Wasn't Finn Balor. Not Finn Balor, no. Uh, John Cena, do you want to go through who got the John, worst for wear out of that one? John for Cena on, did not come out better because of that on, feud. On either side of that one, although I don't know if that at that time you would put that one on Bray Wyatt. But, yeah, it, it goes along with nobody's ever come out with a Bray Wyatt feud. Uh, seemingly on the better end of it, but who knows? The problem with this for me is, even though I don't know if the emasculate, I don't know if that's the right word, whatever it was, there there was a big timing of Bray Wyatt's promo last night by Matt Hardy. Now, that's great on the surface. The problem is, as you've mentioned many times, and as we've gone over many times, and as people have seen with their own eyes many times, if Vince McMahon didn't create it, he's got problems with it. And if this whole thing at the end of the day is going to serve to put Bray Wyatt on and try to get Bray Wyatt back to another plane, then I think everybody's going to end up having a problem with it at the very end because from there we're probably going to see Matt Hardy turn into God knows what. Now, by that time, will Brother Nero be back? Maybe. Am I fantasy booking all of this out? Possibly. But the reality is that's a real possibility of could happen. You're definitely fantasy booking because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but look, my scenario is a, a pretty good one, isn't it? I mean, he goes in, he, he goes 50-50 for a while, Bray Wyatt gets the better end of it, Bray Wyatt moves on, Matt Hardy does more comedy or teams back up with Matt in the tag division. I mean, unfortunately, you hate to, to jump to that conclusion, but that's how much faith I have in WWE right now. This person says, can Woken Matt Hardy survive in WWE television without offset skips in the vein of those used on Impact? Well, he thrived last night, and all he had to do was be Matt Hardy. And the other thing is, they can they can easily do skits. If you recall, after the final deletion, Absolutely. WWE did their own final deletion. So it's not like they're, you know what, maybe can convince them that that was their idea and that they yeah, need to do more really. of that with him. Absolutely. Who knows what will happen. Hey, Matt look, can film his own videos. Well, they, look, they like they like doing crazy things sometimes, even if it doesn't work out, like that New Day Bray Wyatt thing that they tried to copy off of Decay or Delete or whatever the hell it was called. But here's another thing, too, is I want to actually throw some positivity on that negativity I had earlier on because I'm all about positivity. I could uh, really love a sanity Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy feud uh, as brother Nero and, and Woken Matt. I can absolutely take that if that comes down the line. And I could take, take those two against anybody. So, unfortunately, I, I, I don't think Matt Hardy is going to have the best of time as a singles. But I got to be honest, no matter what happens there, he might actually have a second life with Nero. This person here makes a very astute point. This is going to be the first feud for Bray Wyatt that isn't crazy guy versus normal guy who is weirded out by him. This is something both men can sink their teeth into and do something creative with with a similar gimmick. So what he's saying basically is normal Bray, normally Bray is the crazy one, and there's a normal guy who's all intimidated and scared. You know, I don't want to nitpick here, but, I mean... Let's just Vince let's just break this down. In his eyes. Let's just break this down, everybody. Bray is a fat guy who does a bridge. Okay, uh. this is not scary, <laughs> but everyone has to pretend like they're scared by it. Well, finally, we've got Matt Hardy here, 
And he can't do the bridge anymore. <laughs> Matt Hardy is just as crazy as Bray Wyatt in storyline, maybe even crazier. So this is different. This is different. It could be, this could be the best Bray Wyatt feud ever. We'll find well, out. It could be. Hey, look, this gives them every reason in the world. It's hard to believe that they're not going to do skits. It's hard to believe that they're not going to, again, everything that they've done so far with Bray Wyatt, especially, I mean, look at WrestleMania alone. You know, there's other things that I'm sure they would love to do. Hey, here's another person with a good point. Vince kills creations that are not his with really bad writing. However, Broken Matt Hardy thrived on really bad writing. I think it has a chance to succeed as long as the crowd keeps going crazy. That is. is true. Take is. take any horrible promo anybody has recited on WWE TV that was just atrocious and have Matt Hardy have woken Matt Hardy do the same promo. It's guaranteed to be a success. He's conspired. A lot of good points here. That's <laughs> a lot of good points. Oh uh, man, do you think he's bringing back the uh, the animals? Do you think they do that? Do they go all out and actually sure. have the zoo? Bray versus Matt Hardy sounds like another worms in the ring and House of Horrors shtick coming. Hey, you may be right, but as the <laughs> this other time people, I'm ready for it. <laughs> as the other people texting have said, maybe Matt Hardy can make that work. I mean, are forget about maybe. I mean, it that to me, it's just is that the direction you go? Do you go so over the top yes. with it, or yes, do you, you try do. to be serious? No, of course not. Are you kidding okay, me? Okay, so now Bray. So from here, then what is Bray? Who cares? I'm thinking ah! about Matt. All right, Listen, fair enough. Matt Hardy, I mean, were, were maggots in the ring any more preposterous than anything in the final deletion? Or delete or decay? No, of course they weren't more ridiculous. They were just no. as ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all Matt's reactions to these crazy things that makes it great. Randy Orton in a ring with maggots is absolutely stupid. A lot of this stuff is stupid. Finn Balor being afraid of a dude doing a bridge, that's stupid. But Woken Matt Hardy feuding with Bray Wyatt, this could work. The more I think about it, the more I'm convinced. Person Do you says, have fronts that look like him since you go to the dentist all the time? He does have very weird front teeth. Yeah, like they're not even his. And by the way, I don't go to the dentist all the time. I go every six months like I'm supposed to, Mike. Mm -hmm. I don't know how often you go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. This person here says, Bray White versus Undertaker and Kane were both crazy people, just blah. No, Undertaker and Kane are not, they're not that kind of crazy. They're just, they're just dead. It's different. It is different. Undertaker and Kane are not like Broken Matt Hardy. That's, that's a factual statement that I just made right there. And this person also says, Bray White and the family versus The Shield was great. You think about this. Yeah, actually, well, yeah, the lead up to that was... Really awesome because both were untouched groups. So yeah. Sports says I liked Raw. I could have used a Joe match though. Balor and Oscar were horaciously booked. Really liked the cruiserweight match. The main event was great until the end. Yeah, I mean, what both they did horaceous. with Oscar and Finn Balor, they did the same thing with both of them, which was we're going to give you a lesser opponent, and you're going to sell for most of the match. God, so much worse for Oscar, though. I'm sorry. It is. I, I I mentioned this the first day uh, they did it. Nobody wants to see Oscar selling for Alicia Fox. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. After Beth, it's like we're going to have an opponent, and it's Alicia. It's like the whole joke set up perfectly for her to get murdered again, and people would have loved it. Why, why do that? I get a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live.
This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800 935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. 800-935-2177. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800 989 1795. 800 Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Got people on the line. I want to read one text message first. This person says, Point you and Dave were talking about for the length of matches. I think had an impact. Five-minute matches are dull, but these long matches were entertaining. Well, one of the best WWE matches I've seen all year long was five minutes long. It was, it was Lesnar versus Goldberg. That was an awesome five-minute match. There's, there's no reason that a five-minute match should be dull, and a longer match is not necessarily a better match. The issue last night, the issue last night was, especially with L.A., you've got a, you've got a little bit of a smarter crowd, and, and they've already figured out what you've trained them, which is that 
nothing matters until everybody starts doing big moves at the end. And so you have a 20-minute match, and nobody cares for 15 minutes, and then everybody starts doing their big moves, and then they care. Because they've never been taught otherwise. That's just the way things go. There's, there's going to be... There's going to be some shine at the beginning. There's going to be a dive and they go to a break. There's going to be a long chin lock. There's going to be another rest hold. And then finally, somebody's going to make the big comeback, and that's when you start caring about the match, because that's when it matters. They've taught you that nothing else in the match matters except the comeback. Now, the reason the short matches sucked, it wasn't because they were dull. It was because they didn't make any sense. The great Asuka selling for Alicia Fox for two minutes out of a, a three. And it was even more than that. It was like two minutes, 30 seconds out of a three-minute match. Like, how in the world would they have possibly gotten into that? I mean, it could have been 20 minutes. Nobody would have cared. And the same thing with Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt. Or, I'm sorry, Bo Dallas and Finn Balor. I mean, that match could have been one minute. That match could have been five minutes. That match could have been an hour. Finn Balor selling for Bo Dallas. It's not going to get over and nobody's going to care. So that's the issue there not necessarily the length of the matches. It's what you do with your matches that matters. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Brian? Mike, this is Chris and Scranton. What's up, Chris? Uh, I just said two things, two things real quick. One about that great why the last time he was anything substantial. Uh, I believe, if I recall correctly, the last time, and this comes with a little asterisk, uh, the last time he was in something where a guy came out, I think was with Daniel Bryan in 2014 when he joined up with the Wyatts. Then they did that whole big cage match, and everybody wanted to turn on him, and they did it. The asterisk is that at Royal Rumble, he lost. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. He won the title two months later, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, my real question is about uh, what's going on with Impact right now. And obviously, you read the news about Scott Demore and Don Callis. And I just, I was just thinking about this, and this is, this is minor tinfoil. This is a minor tinfoil. It's not a real big thing, but it's worth speaking out. Um, do you think it would be a detriment at all if instead of continuing the trend that they do, if they just make impact, like specifically like 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 a Canadian uh, company, like they they run in uh, Toronto and Hamilton and they do stuff up in Montreal and they can like like worry about just up there and they can bring in American guys, but they make it almost like that's almost the niche is that it's just specifically Canadian, and I, I, know, I, I live close to the, the Canadian border on the east side, and there's great Indies, you can see 4 and Alpha 1 and IWS. It's just, I was just wondering what you guys think about that. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. We're going to have Don Callis on here in 10 minutes, so I'm going to ask him. But they've already started transitioning this into a Canadian company, and part of that is because Anthem is located in Canada, and... I mean, they're still going to do all of the production from Nashville. That's still really, they're going to produce all of the TV, but they're going to have a largely Canadian roster. They're going to have largely Canadian office. It's going to be largely a Canadian company, but I think that's that's more. I think that's just more because Anthem is located in Canada. I don't think they're looking at it as like you know what this world needs is a strictly Canadian big-time pro wrestling company. I don't think that's that's what they're thinking going in, but that's going to be what they end up doing here, basically. Well, I mean, hey, where, wherever you're doing your taping, however, you know, wherever it's cheapest to get guys in and out of, and, yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me, and, I mean, I don't think anybody cares, do they? 
I mean, are, will accents be that noticeable? I mean, as long as the wrestling is good, as long as the storylines are good, as long as the product is something that you can get into. And again, they have a lot of rebuilding of faith to do. I don't care who's in charge of it. There's a lot. They're doing this thing from the ground up right now. They they really can't sink any lower outside of losing TV in the States. So, you know, they got basically a blank canvas to work with. So however they're most comfortable in doing it, I mean, you know, take advantage of what you got right now. And again, the audience is small, but there's still an audience there. I mean, it's what, about 200,000 people every week. So it is something to build on. And if you can get any of those people into spending any sort of money whatsoever, on a streaming service, I mean, that's what's going to be really important, too, because how else are you going to raise revenue? You know, you're not running house shows. You're going to stack TV tapings like you've been doing. So, you know, how do you maximize your dollars? You try to get as much merchandise out there for as cheap as possible and, and hope you can turn the viewers, the, the few that you have, on to, to some sort of streaming. Person says, I hate the way Roman carries the title. It's thrown over his shoulder like a book bag. It seems disrespectful oh, to me. This is like people that complain when Ken Griffey Jr. would wear his hat backwards during batting practice, hitting home runs. I mean, Jesus, stop. Well, listen, here's the thing. Everybody's got to have their thing. When he won that title, he slung it over his shoulder, and he looked back over it, the camera, and he put that picture on Instagram, and it did 500,000 likes, the most they've ever got for any picture ever on Instagram. Really? Which means he's going to be slinging that belt over his shoulder till the end of time. He's slinging it all over the place. If I were him. This person here says, Don has an interview with Jericho sometime this week. Do you think Jericho would join Impact in a part-time deal? Well, no, I don't. Because I think it's been made very clear that Jericho talked to Vince McMahon before he agreed to go to New Japan. And New Japan is in Japan. And it's not on... Well, actually, you know what? It is on U.S. television. And it is interesting that Jericho's match was announced for that Access TV show. That is, I will say, that's interesting. But I'm Why? skeptical that he would go to uh, Impact. Why? Why? Because Why? I, I, believe, I believe that Vince McMahon... I don't know this. This is just my guess from knowing Vince McMahon. I believe that if Jericho said, listen, Vince... I want to do a match for New Japan. They, It's not going to be on pay-per-view. It's going to be strictly through their streaming service, which has like 10,000 subscribers in the U.S. All the other subscribers are in Japan. And, I mean, that's it. I mean, it's not going to be seen anywhere. I think, I think that, and, and he probably believed that. And I think that Vince said, fine. Because Vince doesn't want guys on Ring of Honor TV. He doesn't want guys, he doesn't want anybody. Remember, for a while there... He made that decree that if you were if you were featured on like Ring of Honor television, you would not be signed by WWE. Now, of course, he didn't stand he didn't stick to that, but that's what he said originally. So I can I can see I can see him saying something like that, and then all of a sudden Jericho finds out, my God, this match is going to be airing on on national television here, and and being concerned about what Vince is going to think about that. I guess. But and Jericho can't choose whether his match airs on Access or not. That's an Access decision. It's an Access New Japan decision. Well, yeah, it's something you'd have to negotiate going in. And why Why would they do that? You know, Why would they accept that? But the thing is, Access is on, what, 25%, maybe 30% of the, the nation's cable? It's not a lot. It's not. So, I mean, even then, 
I don't know if this is enough. I mean, Chris Jericho's got enough goodwill built up with him and, and the ability to do things and to talk to Vince where I don't know if this would be, and I get what you're saying, but I don't know if it would raise it to the level of uh, that this is going to annoy Vince, sure, really do anything that, that, that would damage anything. I don't think so at all. Says piggybacking on that question with the rumor that Impact and New Japan are trying to amend relations, do you think Omega could do a match or two for Impact? Obviously, if Impact and New Japan settle whatever issues they have, then yes, I think it's significantly more likely that Omega works a show for uh, Impact than than Chris Jericho does. But there's, it's weird. There's a lot of heat between the two sides. But there shouldn't be any more, because everything that happened with Okato and and everything else that rubbed New Japan the wrong way, I mean, that was years ago, that was different people in charge, that was different management, it was a, it was a whole different company. The company was sold. So, I mean, it should be, in theory, it should be a clean slate right now. New Japan yeah, it, and Impact should have a clean slate. They can decide what they're going to do, make some agreements, and go for it. I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's what it should be. Yeah, but for New Japan, why would you? It's your slate. It's your you know piece of your easel and, and, and paper to draw on. What do you need them for? You know, Impact's got a, a hook with Noah right now. I mean, not like anybody cares, but Taiji Ishimori and Eddie Edwards, you know, are are champions in the respective promotions. But, you know, if you're New Japan, you know, you can be bitter and you can throw your nose up if you want to because unless there's something there that you want, I mean, you got all the cards and you're well, in a they, far better spot with Ring of Honor going forward. They send people around the world and, and they have people working for Ring of Honor. And if Ring of Honor and Impact mend fences, then, I mean, there's no reason that they can't send guys to Ring of Honor and send other guys to Impact. Oh, sure, but it's, I tell you what, it's going to look a lot different than the last time around. Sure, it should. It's a different company. <laughs> it's completely it's completely different right now. Mm. Even though when you watch it, sometimes it feels the same. They talk about fantasy book, and there it is right there. Spurs says, I still can't believe that TNA has been around longer than WCW. <laughs> it's, well, it's amazing, isn't WCW it? WCW is much more successful, and TNA has gone through far more changes and management changes. And anyway, back in a moment with Don Callis, Wrestling Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Don Callis is joining us here today. We got a lot to talk about. Don, what's going on? Uh, just hanging out, man. Good to good to talk to you guys again. So, watching these retro Raws, and there's Don Callis all over the show. And obviously, you later went to ECW and did some things here and there, and then you just kind of vanished. You 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 moved on into the real world. You got a you got a real job. You were you were what's the term? I don't know. But anyway, Ghost trader. You 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 made your you made a uh, anyway. I can't think of the term. But the point of this is, I I I, I faked my own death and went on to make more money out of the wrestling business. How yeah, you made a you made a you made something of yourself. How about that? You went on and you made something of, of yourself. Good job, kid. You saved your money. Went on, did some things. Yeah, you weren't driving around and and uh, setting up a booth everywhere. And anyway, point of this. <laughs> Hanging out with Virgil. Yeah. So you vanished, and now suddenly. Today, December 5, 2017, 
You're full-time in pro wrestling again, is that right? I am 100%. Um, right now, I am, uh, as announced today, I'm the uh, executive vice president of uh, Impact Wrestling, along with Scott Demore. He and Ed Nordham and I, who's the president, we will report to him, and we're forming an executive uh, management committee that will run all aspects of the business. I am still the uh, color commentator for New Japan Pro Wrestling, njpwworld.com. Please subscribe. And, of course, as, as many have stated, including Mr. Sempervivi, I am still the greatest color commentator, perhaps in the history of wrestling, but for sure right now, and as well the host of the Killing the Town podcast on the fabulous Jericho Network. So there you go. I'm a busy guy, and I'm all in on pro wrestling. And let me tell you, Brian, it feels great, and the best part, no bumps. Now, when you when you approached your former employer, and you you I guess tell us you explain to them what did you explain to them? I mean, are are you open if something if something happens, and and uh, Dixie well, puts and, some and people together too, and buys out Impact and you're out of there? I mean, can you just walk back in? Well, explain to everybody well, well, what you well, do well, too. Well, 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 let's let let's put it this way. Um, you know, uh, I I don't think that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, the, the, the interesting thing is life imitates art. When I was in Impact, uh, uh, then NWA TNA in 2004, my final night with the company was beating Eric Watts for full control over Impact Wrestling. So there you go. I've just been, I've been laying in wait to make the angle a reality. How about that? So, so let's go back to that. I've already completely forgotten. So you won control of the company, and that was your final night in. I made Eric Watts look like Ricky Steamboat for one very special night for the fans. <laughs> I gave Eric Watts, I gave Eric Watts his WrestleMania moment at the Nashville Fairgrounds. God bless him. But my bigger question is: You won control of the company and storyline on your last night in. Correct. Yes, because the, the, at that time um, I was, you know, kind of the, the the authority figure guy, the heel on TV, blah blah blah. And I was was always booked that I was going to win. But then a week before I was to win, I, I went and gave my notice because I had another gig in the private sector. And I was going to be leaving. And I assumed I would be doing the job for Eric on the way out. Would have been happy to do so. But they decided to have me win anyway. And then I just kind of disappeared. <laughs> this this company is, is incredible. But it's a new company now. Tell us. Yes. It is a it tell is us, a it is a hundred percent a brand new company. All right, tell us about this new impact. What is we had a guy call in and he wanted he basically was asking about, you know, the offices in Canada, there are more Canadian wrestlers, it seems like it's more of a Canadian company now. I mean, what what is the what is your vision for where impact is going? You know, I think the, the there's a lot of um and I did Jericho's podcast earlier today and we talked about this. I mean I think there's a lot of old thinking in pro wrestling. This idea that companies own the talent. We own the intellectual property. We control the talent. The talent is interchangeable. I don't believe any of that, and I think that that is very dated and antiquated thinking. And I think um, my vision for the company is obviously, you know, we want to make it successful, and we want to grow revenues and all of those things. Um, But I want to make it as a guy who was talent, whether it was as a wrestler or as a, as, a, as a performer in various companies, I want to make impact the sort of place that talent wants to come and be creative. If you look, there has been a seismic shift, a paradigm shift, if you will, in professional wrestling the last couple of years. Never before that I ever remember in the business have independent 
wrestlers had the kind of power over their own careers and their own destinies as they do right now for a whole variety of reasons. I think we need to, to work more in partnership with talent uh, rather than seeing them as disposable assets as some companies have in the past. And I think we want to make it a place that is, is, is creative and is op- open um, to breaking the model in terms of how we think about pro wrestling. Look, when I went to ECW in 1999, <clears throat> Paul Heyman created a place where a guy like me who had not been successful in WWF could come in and could flourish. He gave me a platform, and where necessary, he would give me tweaks. But he allowed me and a lot of other people to be highly creative, and it's one of the reasons why everyone wanted to work for Paul. I think we we certainly want to do an updated version because it's 20 years later, but I think we want to create a place where talent feels like um, they can come and they can grow uh, their, their, their characters, where they can get better, where they can learn and and perhaps where they're able to work different places and and that when they leave we don't say to them uh, guess what you're not Brian Alvarez anymore if you go out on the road you know you're you're going to use something else and I think that Ed Nordham is to be commended for the intellectual property strides that we've made and I think it's indicative of the shift in thinking that we've got as a management team. Now, the obvious question I mean we're not talking about I mean. Basically, what you're saying, I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that guys will be signed to contracts, but they will not be exclusive contracts. But I would presume that you would have the right to the to the dates, correct? In, in other words, like it's hard to build a company around a guy if there's constant concern that WWE or Ring of Honor or somebody could steal them away. I mean, guys have got to be under contract, well, but... I think the reality the reality of the wrestling business itself is that you know it's it's a it's a business where you have to have contractual relationships sure so, sure um, but you could have a more open many, contractual relationship so guys could go elsewhere but like you, if they're you, your you, champion you get first dibs on dates yeah and I mean absolutely when you know look what i've I've signed contracts in professional wrestling for multiple companies that when lawyers looked at them they said this is the most one-sided contract I've ever seen. I mean, you know, it's it's the wrestling business, and I think that, um, yeah, you you obviously you're going to build. I mean, look, my my two two of my big booking influences, kind of growing up, and I mean, I've booked my own territory. I've booked Tony's territory. Um, I was three times offered positions in in New York when I was there to do writing. I helped a little bit with Paul with some of the creative. But my booking influences were really all Japan in the 90s and uh, and ECW, which are two totally different ends of the spectrum, by the way. But the the all Japan piece for me was you've got your six group of core six six to eight guys who you keep real strong and you book them properly, and uh, and you you use your other guys to to start to move them up where they can perhaps cycle in and out of the eighth or the seventh position or whatever. Um, so in order to do that, you know you you have to have a commitment from from the company and from the talent, of course. So um, that's a part of the wrestling business, a part of any business. does seem like it would be a pretty good deal for both sides in that, you know, wrestlers can come in and they do have the freedom to take something that they've created maybe while in Impact and go take that on to, to do other things. And it seems like it would be something that would help you in the future as well, too, if you were going to have a, a, a streaming service as, as most places do, and I would assume with the library that you have that's going to be an idea going forward. It seems like it would be something that's beneficial because 
those people are still out there using something that you have in your possession on TV and are able to, to go out there and, and sell. <clears throat> well, if you look at if you look at our app that was launched uh, not that long ago, I mean that's that's a part of the way that people can consume the content, and it's it's not the same wrestling business as we all know that it was five, ten, twenty years ago. And so I think that with as with any company, you know, you you listen to your customers, you listen to what they want. I had this discussion with someone the other day. It's not about what Don Callis likes in terms of pro wrestling. It, you know, I mean, I grew up on Nick Bockwinkel and Vern Gagne, and I loved it, and I learned stuff from that. But ultimately, um, you know, we need to be listening to our customers. We need to be giving our customers the sort of thing that they want, and we need to be working in partnership with our talent um, to allow them. I mean, I've always said, you know, you could have, you know, pick your all-star booking committee from history, Vince McMahon, Pat Patterson, Paul Heyman, Eddie Graham. Um, I always say it doesn't matter who's on the booking team, um, those folks will never come up with as good an idea um, for that one talent than the talent should be able to come up with for themselves. Because when I was in the business, I spent all my time thinking about stuff for me. And so we need to acknowledge that the talent is creative, work with them. And, and you know, sometimes the role is to, to strap a rocket to something and, and push it when, when, you, when you're on to something. And, and you have to have that open environment, though. I know it's been less than a week on a job, but what have you heard from fans, if anything it's, at all? Dude, and what been, can, dude, a week, it's been hours. You guys it's been hours here. Well, what can you do? Today. I mean, look, 16 years or whatever it's been now. I mean, I remember actually buying the weekly pay-per-views for TNA when the thing started. I mean, there fans have been through a lot. Uh, what can what can you possibly do to, to reach out there and say, look, this time, we're serious, this time it is different? Well, I, I don't think that that I need to be talking or saying anything. I think we as a company, and, you know, from, from, from you know, Ed Nordham to Scott Demore to myself to Sanjay to, to all of the guys that are here working on the office side to the great talent, we need to walk the walk. It's not about us coming out and making some grand pronouncement that things are going to be different. I prefer to show people um, that things are going to be different. And I think that our fans will be in for a great ride as we go forward um, in terms of the creative direction, in terms of the vision for the company, and in terms of what the talent delivers. So I don't want to make any grand pronouncements about, hey, this is, this is going to be this way or that way. I think people should just tune in. I think if they're wrestling fans, they're, they're probably going to be pretty pleased. So what's the story with Jericho and Omega? <clears throat> um well, um, I, it, the short story is, in my opinion, opinion of a lot of people, this is the biggest match in pro wrestling this year, and I really don't care um, what anybody says about that. It's the biggest match because no one thought it could happen. It's got a great backstory. Two guys from Winnipeg. Winnipeg is right now the wrestling capital of the world, in my opinion. Um, so the, the story with that was this was an idea that I had uh, last year. Um, I was sitting in Japan. I thought, man, this would be cool, and and I thought, well, I don't think Jericho's ever going to do it because he's never worked anywhere else. So I called Chris up and I said, you know what? I was kind of sheepish. I said, what do you think about this? Would you ever do this? And he popped. And I said, okay, let me get with Kenny. Then I got with Kenny and I said, Kenny, what do you think? And then Kenny liked it. And then we got with the office in Japan. And, and then kind of it was handed off to uh, Chris and his people uh, to work the deal out. This is a, this is a, such an exciting thing for me to be a part of 
it's going to be really cool to call. It's going to be my first Tokyo Dome. It's Alpha versus Omega. It's going to be fantastic. What a great storyline. Um, one of the greatest of all time in Chris Jericho, along with the best wrestler in the world, and that's not a tagline. That's what the boys are saying. That's what the grassroots are saying about Kenny Omega. Those guys are going to face off in the grandest stage uh, of the Tokyo Dome, uh, and I'm going to get to call it, and I'm going to be like a kid in a candy store. All right, we'll stand by back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Don Callis joining us here today. Impact Wrestling on Pop TV airs every Thursday night, 8 Pacific, 7 Central. Check it out. And Don, tell us a little bit about the podcast with a very ill landstorm. Yeah, if Landstorm survives, uh, we'll have another one next week. Actually, uh, we had a new podcast, Killing the Town, on the Jericho Network through Podcast One. A uh, new episode aired this morning with the exclusive uh, news dropped uh, about uh, the, the new management team at Impact Wrestling. Um, we do the show. We have a lot of fun with it, a lot of great guests, and uh, you get a lot of inside information on, on everything in wrestling. And uh, and you'll even get to listen to Landstorm sometimes, so sometimes good good for going to sleep at night. That's right. Check it out. The Jericho Network Podcast One, Killing the Town. And Don, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. Normally, I just wish you best of luck on the podcast and that sort of thing. But now you've got you've got impact under your thumb. So best of luck with this new job. You're less than 24 hours into it. And hopefully we'll have you back on again soon and talk about what's going on. Fantastic. Exciting time. Can't wait to can't wait to jump into the creative process and get out to the show and uh and meet some of the great talent we got on the roster. So looking forward to it. Thanks a lot, guys. Great to talk to you as always. And, of course, we're totally out of time, everybody. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Thanks, Mike, as always. Everybody in the studio, callers and listeners, we'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.